You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Friday final podcast of the week. Final game we're going to recap for over a week as the Pelicans head into the All-Star break. So we'll break down the Pelicans' loss to OKC, 123-118, falling, uh, not able to make it four straight games. We'll then take a look at some of the All-Star festivities going on this weekend because the Pelicans are pretty heavily involved. And then we'll take a look at where they are in the standings, compare them a little bit to Memphis and their situation going forward, uh, and get you all set for the weekend and the All-Star game. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. So it was a 123-118 loss for the Pelicans against the Oklahoma City Thunder, a game they really would have liked to have won, win four in a row and go into the All-Star break, but it just wasn't meant to be. This game is close with the final score, only losing by five, and at one point the Pelicans were winning. And they unfortunately were just not able to capitalize and take advantage of a team that felt like they could beat. You didn't get outstanding performances from a number of players on the Oklahoma City Thunder. And you got enough from your team, but you also made some very crucial mistakes in this one. And that's kind of the story. The unforced errors by the Pelicans. They had 17 turnovers in this, led to 24 turnover points for the Oklahoma City Thunder. By comparison, Thunder had just nine turnovers and New Orleans capitalized on that to the tune of nine points. That's a big difference in the game right there. New Orleans wasn't able to get out and run like they did against the Portland Trailblazers, only getting 10 fast break points in this. You had 35 the other night. This is just a better team. And you did go toe-to-toe with them for a while. Yes, they were down by as many as 13 in this one, but they battled back from that before just shooting themselves in the foot whenever they had the opportunity to really seize momentum and gain control of the game. You saw it from a number of different guys in this one, particularly at times, Drew Holiday, who had three turnovers, including two where I think he dribbled them just like off his feet and just kind of lost the ball. Lonzo Ball had four, J.J. Redick, two, Nicolo Melli, two, Zion Williamson, three, All of these guys not able to help this team capitalize and take advantage um, while they were shorthanded without um, Brandon Ingram, who was ruled out shortly before tip-off. He was a game-time decision. I think he still had some soreness and just wanted to kind of shut things down and get to the All-Star game, playing that a little bit, come back and then rest and just get healthy for next Friday when the Pelicans have their next game. So this was a disappointing loss because of that. This isn't like a silver lining at this point that, well, you didn't play well and you only lost by five to a assured playoff team. This is a game you should have won. This is a game you need to win. And with the amount of games remaining in the season, you don't have time for silver linings anymore. This is where you've got to get better. And... Some of the stuff, look, uh, you know, it's like, what what do you expect? Zion and his handle just isn't there right now overall. It's not bad. It's not great. But it's not like he isn't making mistakes. But it's his 10th NBA game. So what are we to expect? It's the other guys that really need to step up 
and get you know take advantage um, and help this lead this team basically when Zion doesn't have it going. He can only do so much, and he's doing a lot. In the third quarter, the game was tied. He then went to the bench, and the Thunder went on a quick 13-0 run before basically he had to come back into the game because no one else had anything going on. He's the man for this team. He was the man in this game, too, for New Orleans, by the way. 32 points on the night. That's a new career high. He's now got six straight games of 20-plus points, two straight games of 30-plus points. It's all incredible for all being within the first 10 games of his career. J.J. Redick off the bench, slow start in this one, but got it going in the second half, 24 points on the night, 4 of 11 shooting from deep. Zion, by the way, was 11 of 19 uh, for 19, 10 of 13 at the foul line, 6 rebounds, but again, those three turnovers. Josh Hart getting the start for Brandon Ingram in this one. You just didn't feel his presence out there whatsoever. 27 minutes, one of four from the three-point line. Those are the only shots he took. Eight points on the night, three assists, uh, seven points. Derek Favors in 20 minutes of action, eight points, nine rebounds. Um, he was okay at times out there. I liked his play. It's tough going against Steven Adams. Uh, Drew Holiday, 14 points, 6 of 13, shooting 1 of 3 from deep. 11 assists, though, 6 assists. He was pretty good other than the turnovers that we mentioned. And Lonzo Ball, 16 points, 5 assists, 6 boards. Those are your Pelicans of note in this one. Danilo Gallinari, uh, clutch late for the Thunder. It felt like in the fourth quarter he should have had 40. He finished with 29 and just had a couple of clutch buckets. Not on like particularly great looks either. A lot of long mid-rangers, some kind of post-up fadeaway mid-rangers too. Like shots you're comfortable with him taking, he just wasn't missing. He was 12 of 18 on the night. And when that happens, like, okay, you know, you got the team taking the shots you want. But overall, New Orleans could have done this, and they didn't because of the turnovers, different things like that. Steven Adams, 11 points, 11 rebounds. Drew, Ho oh, not Drew Holiday, Zion Williamson is freaking strong. We need to stop talking, or we, I didn't do it here. As my cat literally just slides across the table. That was impressive, cat. Um, and sorry. And so Steven Adams, we need to stop talking about Zion's weight because... He is strong. He is not fat. He is not overweight. He is exactly where you want him to be. At one point, he just basically threw Steven Adams five feet. That's impressive and not easy to do. He held his own against the guy, particularly in the second half when they were getting matched up with each other more often than not. This is what you want to see out of Zion. You know, we can nitpick his game to death, but he's been very, very good for just his 10th NBA game. We didn't think it was going to be to this degree. He was awesome in this one, 32 points. Again, holding his own now in back-to-back games against Hassan Whiteside, Steven Adams. Not that I like Whiteside that much. Steven Adams is fine. And I think overall that's pretty good, what you want. Um, and he's just doing the right things. So if you missed it yesterday, we had our live Twitch show on the fly, the Pelicans' official Twitch program. Uh, it was fun. It was interactive. We got to take your questions, read your comments, and everything out there on the show live and interact with you all. It was a lot of fun. We were courtside before the game. If you haven't, you can watch a replay of it. It's still saved on there on their Twitch channel, twitch.com slash PelicansNBA on the fly. We'll probably be doing another one soon after the All-Star game. I cannot wait. It is so much fun to do that and interact with you all live and in the moment.
So at the All-Star break, the Pelicans now sit 23-32. It's a 42% winning percentage. Not great. You are under 500 by nine games. The Memphis Grizzlies sit at 28-26 in the eighth spot solidly right now over the Portland Trailblazers and the San Antonio Spurs. So New Orleans is six back in the loss column, and now you only have a certain amount of games left to play. It's 27 that is a lot of ground to make up over 27 games. You all, and you all tweeted at me, point out the schedule that the Memphis Grizzlies have coming up. I don't think it matters necessarily. The other thing is, I don't want to be predicting games more than like five out on how things might go. Yes, you have the one of the tougher schedules for them, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, number one remaining they're a good team, you all. Like they're they're 28 and 26. They are very very good. Yes, they've beaten some bad teams, but that's what you should do. But they also hold their own enough against some of these good teams too. The big thing though is they're better at beating bad teams than the Pelicans are at beating bad teams, and that is important too because win profiles and loss profiles that everyone points to at those 538 rankings which don't mean anything to me you know those basically go okay they'll beat these teams they will lose to these teams because in theory they're better than this one stuff doesn't add up in real life and it's just not how it works so pointing to the grizzlies in their schedule is i think not quite a fool's errand on this but i don't think it means as much as some people might think if a team's good the team's good and they're going to win some of those games uh and there's only so much ground you can make up over 27 games if memphis goes 14 and 13 the pelicans need to go 21 and 6. think about that one for a second memphis plays 500 new orleans needs to go 21 and 6. Now, the schedules will play a factor, and New Orleans should be getting more wins than Memphis over this time. The question is, can you get enough over 27 games? And I'm not sure that they necessarily can, and that's kind of the problem with the hole they put themselves early on in the year. You know, if you had 40 games, I might feel good about this, but 27, I'm a little less confident in their ability to make the playoffs. You also have the Portland Trailblazers, who do have Damian Lillard out injured right now, and it remains to be seen how serious that's going to be. They have the 25th easiest schedule, the 6th easiest schedule in the league um, remaining. So it's a pretty similar winning percentage to New Orleans. That, <coughs> that doesn't make me necessarily confident either because that team can beat you and get ahead. The San Antonio Spurs, they've got the 10th easiest schedule over the remaining couple of games that they have. They have, let me see how many, 28 games. And they're ahead of the Pelicans by a game in the loss column. It's a big deal. You're just kind of running out of time. And so I think we got to be careful about projecting the Pelicans in the playoffs or looking at any of these things. If I had to give it a number, it's maybe 30%, which is good, all things considered. And at the very least, these are meaningful games down the stretch for Zion and the rest of this team, the rest of these young guys. And I think that is valuable. You're not just going to go out. It's not going to matter, so do whatever. You're going to have to go out, and you actually need to play, and you need to execute, and all of it matters. And there's a bit more pressure on there, which I like. And we'll see if these guys rise up to the challenge, and it seems like they are. So at the very least, it's going to be an entertaining close to the season, even if they fall short, which is my guess. But if we're still talking playoffs and them having a chance with three games remaining in the regular season, that's awesome. 
We haven't been feeling like that for a couple of years now. And even then, it was only really one year where the Pelicans did make the playoffs. So that's a pretty great situation to be in, especially when you consider where they were a year ago. Where they were a year ago was a super awkward all-star game with Anthony Davis playing in a Pelicans uniform after publicly demanding a trade. So in the next segment, let's look at the all-star game coming up because it's got a different feel for New Orleans this year. So don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans. We will be here with you all next week, even though there aren't games until Friday. So we'll keep you up to date on everything going on and maybe have a guest or two. It should be kind of a fun week where we can take a break from recapping games and really dive into this team a little bit more. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast from here Monday through Friday for you all. The only Pelicans podcast coming to you that regularly uh, and telling you everything you want to know about the team. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. So NBA All-Star Weekend is upon us in Chicago this year where it looks like it's going to be really, really cold. Probably means the Bulls aren't going to get any of these good free agents when they realize it's negative 20 there, which is going to be a thing. Uh, And all the Pelicans who are participating in All-Star Weekend, I saw we're getting on a plane after the game. And there's a number of these guys, and a couple of them are going to be playing in the Rising Star. Stars game, which is a lot of fun and a game I actually really like. I've been to that every year we've had the All-Star game here in New Orleans. That's like one not to be missed. Tickets are cheap, and guys just have fun in that one, and you get to see some ridiculous scoring. I don't know you know, much else that you would want. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch these guys in there. I'm going to be paying attention tomorrow, even though it's Valentine's Day. We have a new addition as well to the Rising Stars game. It's USA Team USA versus the World, and uh, DeAndre Ayton is out for the world team so they added Nicolo Melli to the roster I know Jackson Hayes really wanted to be in this but he counts for Team USA there's just no roster openings there he was upset let's call it over that we don't need to get much more into the things that he said and then deleted and then apologized for it's totally okay Um, so it's gonna be a lot of fun so you've got three Pelicans playing in this also with Zion Williamson on Team USA and Nikhil Alexander Walker who's uh, Canadian and is going to be playing for the world team. So you rooting for Zion or you rooting for Nikhil and Melly? Melly is interesting because he's a 29-year-old rookie. This game usually features rookies and sophomores, so he counts, but not usually like the age range that you think. I think the average age is 22 years old in this one. He's 29. There are seven guys in this game who cannot legally purchase alcohol. So I think after the game, it's going to be Melly buying the beers for Nikhil and Zion since they can't do it. Um, so it's still very cool to see New Orleans in there um, and have a big presence at All-Star Weekend. So pay attention to that one because it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And we'll get to see Zion do some ridiculous dunks. They will give him space and just let him do that and then usually in this game you get two guys that just start to duel getting the ball on each possession for their respective team and just making and taking ridiculous shots Nikhil Alexander Walker definitely fits into the mold of a guy that could do that so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch them play Um, in the all-star game on Sunday night you've got Brandon Ingram who's going to be playing who I cannot wait to watch Um, he's going to be playing for team Giannis and it was funny because when they did the all-star draft and he selected him he kind of said Kevin Durant first and then was like oh Brandon Ingram because there's so many shades of Durant's game in Ingram Ingram didn't play in the game (coughs) I'm sorry last night which I think is 
okay, and I think he wants it'll be a really good look for New Orleans to have him get into the game on Sunday. He's probably going to be fine then, feeling no more pain, and he's also, I don't think, going to play an absolute ton in it, but making an appearance is pretty cool. It'll just be nice to see an all-star from New Orleans that's wearing the jersey that is excited about playing for the Pelicans and being in New Orleans. Brandon Ingram certainly seems like he is very, very happy here. And it's also nice knowing that he's going to be locked in and we're not worried about anything with him for the foreseeable future. Past couple of years with Anthony Davis in the All-Star game, it was like, okay, he's going to force his way out soon, right? Like, how long is this going to be a thing? That was part of the talk about it all. You're not going to get that with Brandon Ingram. He's a restricted free agent. The Pelicans should most likely give him a max offer the second they can or tell them or tell him he's there they're going to do that so don't sign an offer tender with another team and that's just more for salary cap manipulation purposes which we'll get into this offseason so it's gonna be very cool to see him out there he's deserving of this it was great to see him get into the game a future you know current all-star future superstar here in new orleans and it's not gonna be long till we see zion in that too and one thing I think everyone's hoping for eventually is to see Zion Williamson in the slam dunk contest. We're not seeing him in it this weekend. It's Pat Connaughton from Milwaukee, Aaron Gordon from Orlando, Dwight Howard from LA, and Derek Jones Jr. from Miami. But one day, maybe we'll get Zion in there. But given the injury and the way they're kind of treating him with kids' gloves, no way were they going to let him do that right now. But I'll tell you this, David Griffin likes when <laughs> Zion dunks pregame when Zion was throwing down some of those things he was enjoying it and having just as much fun as everybody else so I wouldn't be shocked if eventually he's like yeah you should go and do this it'll be a really cool thing and we do get to see Zion Williamson in the slam dunk contest my pick for that by the way it's tough to go against Aaron Gordon in that so that's who my pick for the slam dunk contest is if Zion was in there would have 100% been him but no we're not going to get to see that um so enjoy the all-star game enjoy the weekend it should be a lot of fun take a break from basketball if you need it it is a long season and we will be back on monday for y'all recapping the all-star game talking a couple of other things as well i cannot wait it's going to be a lot of fun so thank you all for listening as always i'm your host jake madison at nola jake on twitter i'll be back with you all on monday